we're with him all the time. We'll praise you for it. And Lord, there's so many decisions made here in this place today. A spiritual decision, Lord, and I thank you for it. Would you watch over them now and see that they go on through the uh, things that they committed to you today. In Jesus' name we ask these things. Amen. James chapter 1. I was reading and I got a real blessing this. I want to be a blessing to you tonight. If I can, please. In James chapter 1, beginning in verse 16. Do not err. Now that simply means don't make a mistake. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow turning. Of his own will beget he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. Father, bless the reading and studying of thy word to our hearts tonight. Thank you for each one who's come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I was going to do this in verse 16. Do not hear my beloved brother. Now you can take that and go back to the next two verses before that, verse 14 and 15. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust has conceived, it brings forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. That's a true fact. Now make no mistake about it. Do not err, my beloved brother. And he's talking to Christians here. Now, but also, you can take that on down to verse 15. Uh, when it is finished... It brings forth death, but it could refer to verse 17. Look at verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and coming down from the Father of lights, which is our Heavenly Father. Amen. And so uh, don't, don't get confused what it's saying here. Every perfect gift, every good gift that we have, God gives it to us. Amen. We're His children. And uh, we're... A, always to know and to remember every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. God is the author of all good, which means any salutation to do evil comes from the devil, who is a tempter, the author of lust, the enticer of men, but never from God. And you, every once in a while somebody says, well, the devil made me do that when they do something crazy. Well, you're exactly right. And so you got to remember that. Every good gift comes from God, but every bad thing comes from the devil. Now, notice again, God is the author of light, and with Him is no darkness at all, and which means God changes not. So we can depend upon Him. God loved us so much that He gave His only begotten Son for us on the cross of Calvary. He loved you then, and He still loves you today. Now, and a million years from now, he'll love you the same. Jeremiah 31, verse 3, makes that very plain. If you'll back up there, I love this verse. I'd like to read it to you. Jeremiah 31, and verse 3. 
the Lord had appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, loving kindness have I drawn thee. Uh, Michelle, I wanted to ask you something, and I don't get a chance you to get here in time, so I'll ask you now. What's that lady's name that came with you? I mean, who came and helped you? You better talk to me. Will, will, you, will you do me a favor? Will you tell her thank you from the preacher? She helped greatly. You didn't do anything. You just sat back there and watched. I watched you. But I, I, want, I wanted you to tell her for me. Would you do that? Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate that. No, no, that's not what I wanted now. I want you to tell her to thank you for me very much. In Psalms 10, 103, verse 2, David said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. In other words, every benefit of life, every good gift, every perfect gift comes from God. God is a giver of physical life and all that is with it is good. God is a giver of spiritual life and all that it takes to provide it. He gives us eternal life through faith in His Son. He is the, uh, the giver of spiritual birth and spiritual life. Psalms 145 verse 9. The Lord is good to all and His tender mercies over all His works. Romans 2 verse 4. Despises thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and longsuffering, not willing that the goodness of God, uh, not knowing that the, will, the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. 2 Peter 3 9. God is longsuffering, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Man, I've had a good day. And I went home today and I was studying these verses and thinking about how good God had been to me. And I had to turn around and say, Thank you, Lord, for all your many blessings. And I realized where they come from. Verse 18 says, And His own will begat us with a word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of His creatures. Now, verse 18 has to do the highest and best of God's blessing. That's regeneration. That's salvation. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 1 through 9 makes it very plain that regeneration is a gift of God. And we're to give God the glory for it. The new birth is a necessity because man comes into the world destitute of the principles of spiritual life. Regeneration does not consist in reformation. It's a new birth. The recreation of the whole soul after the image of God through the fusion of a new spiritual principle. It's a new spiritual principle. It involves a new heart, a new self, a new character, a new life. I was telling somebody, witness somebody the other day and telling them how good God had been to me and how He had changed me from what I was before I got saved. That's a gift to God. Amen? And I don't take that lightly. Boy, I thank God for it every day of my life. I'll sometimes wonder if I had not gotten saved when I did, would I even be here today? And I don't think I would have been because I was headed down the wrong road, headed in the wrong direction. And I do know one thing. Me and my buddy used to run around together when we were teenagers. He got cancer and died. And I've thought about this many times. He got saved just before he died. But I wasn't saved. 
And for the years later, I got saved. But I wonder if he'd still be alive. I wonder where I'd be today. And yet God, seen in His mercy, seen fit to save my soul. And where I'm at today, I have to give God all the credit for. The source of this gift, where is our, in all creation, resides the power that can renew this soul. It's not in man himself. No man, no one's new birth is his own act. Who performs the miracle of regeneration? Such a change can only be affected by the power of Almighty God. Do you ever want to just shake somebody and change them? I mean, they just, they just don't get it, it seems like. You know, you talk to them and talk to them, and you try to change, you read the Bible, you pray with them, you try to get them to go to church, you try to do them, get them to do the wrong, the right thing, that God can bless them, and you know the blessing of God comes upon them, and you just want to do it, and you realize, I can't do it. You know why? It's not of man. Only God can do that. That's the reason that I tell everybody, if you've got a son, you got a daughter, you got a wife, you got a husband, get them out of the preaching of the Word of God. Because God can change them. You can't. Amen? And so uh, the one place that the change comes from, from the inside, is from God. And I know a lot of people uh, that I've helped before and I don't want to come to church. And I've got them to come to church, and they sit there and stubborn as they be, but God gets a hold of them. They didn't intend to God get a hold of them. But if they said under the Word of God, He will get a hold of them. Amen? And He's the only one that can do it. And we're born to the Spirit. And what causes God to confer this invaluable blessing is He gives it of His own free will. It's not constrained to give by faith. Uh, God is not moved by fitful impulses. God is not incited by any deserving of our own because we have none. It is God's nature to love. It's God's nature to bless. It's God's nature to bestow gifts of grace upon the undeserving. Man's will in union with lust generates sin and death. Look at verse 15 with me. Uh, James chapter 1 verse 15. Then when lust has conceived, it is bringing forth sin. And when sin is finished, it brings forth death. Now, that's the natural man. But God bestows a spiritual gift. He gives us life. The will of the Father of lights imparts new life to dead souls. What is the instrument of the gift? By the word of truth, the gospel of Jesus Christ. The doctrine of grace constrained, contained in Scripture. While the Holy Spirit is the agent in regeneration, it employs the Word as the instrument. Let me give you something now real quickly. Although the Scriptures are charged with moral power, man's understanding is so blind and his affections are so corrupt that they could never by themselves impart life to any soul. But... In the hands of the Holy Spirit, the doctrine of grace becomes a powerful, living power. The Word is needed to regenerate as the means of calling our attention to the new thoughts and new feelings and new desires of the new life. I was so tickled to death this morning because one of my big old grandboys got saved in church and he raised his hand he wanted to get saved he came up to me afterwards and he said uh, 
now, Papa, you're going to make my mascara run. <laughs> that big old boy, big old tears in his eyes. I can't do that. You can't do that. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. And how is that done? Through the Word of God. You can talk to your... Uh, can't talk no more. It won't do any good. But if the Holy Spirit deals with them through the Word of God, brother, He can change your heart. Amen? And give you a new birth. And only in connection with the apprehension of the revealed truth can a man begin to believe the Gospel and love the Savior or in any way become himself godly. That's the reason it's so important to be in church. I try to get people to come to church and... I had a, a young man that was here this morning several years ago. I never will forget it. I know that uh, his daddy and mama served the Lord. He served the Lord as a young man. And we was in a meeting together, and I was asking different ones to give testimonies of what God meant to them. And this young man stood, and he said, "I, My daddy and mama's always been a Christian. I always went to church, and I've been in church all my life, but I'm going on to different things now and broke his daddy and mama's heart. But I got news for you. You can't change that heart. You can't change that man, but God can. And I have people all the time, in fact, he told me the same thing back then. He said, I can be just as good a Christian at home as I can at church. I said, no, you can't. No, you can't. You can be saved outside of church, but you need the Word of God preached to you. You need the Holy Spirit to deal with you to be the kind of person you need to be. So the purpose of this gift is that we should be a kind of first fruits of His creatures. Just as the first fruits of the harvest and the firstborn uh, man of, and beast were dedicated to God under the Hebrew ceremonial law. We are the first fruits of the church of the firstborn. We're to be devoted to the Lord. We're to be dedicated to Him. Holy giving over to Him of His gift. And thank God every day for His blessings to us. Amen? And what He's saying here, don't make no mistake about this. It is God that does it. In verse 16, Do not hear, my beloved brother, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. I was talking to a doctor one day in a hospital that was praying for somebody. And... Uh, at that time, I prayed for this one to be healed, and the doctor came in, and he was listening. And uh, he said, well, aren't you going to give me any credit? I'm the doctor. And I said, sir, every good gift in the, what you got as a doctor is a good gift. And you think about it. You didn't get that. God gave it to you. You might have studied books and all this kind of stuff, but everybody's not a doctor, but you are. That's a gift of God. Amen? And I honestly believe that every good thing in this world comes from God. And every bad thing in this world comes from the devil for this reason. God is a father of good. Amen? And when we realize that, and so we're living in a time that people don't want to separate good from bad. They want to mingle it together. Uh, don't hurt nobody's feelings. Don't say anything to hurt nobody. Uh, be good to everybody. Don't name sin and so on. But you got to. You have to divide the two. 
they don't go together. The devil's crowd and the Lord's crowd don't go together. We're new creatures in Christ Jesus. Amen? Stand with me, would you please? Father, it's so good to be in this place with your people and just discuss the Word of God together, rejoice around it, Lord. And we want to thank you today for the goodness that you've been through us throughout the day, blessing our lives. And Father, I ask you to go with us now on our way home. Watch over keep us this week. If you don't come soon, Lord, we ask you to stay with us every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight.